The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, before we continue on on the 630 Chad Afternoon News, should uh, give you the latest on Hurricane Irma. I know Eileen has been giving you updates throughout the afternoon. Um, it is continuing to move across uh, Hispanola right now, so traveling to the north-northeast of um, of uh, the Dominican Republic and, um, and Haiti right now. And Florida. Florida is now bracing for that direct hit, hit and people are saying, you know, there's folks there saying if we're telling you to get out get out do not linger about get the hell out yeah not to be confused of course with uh, harvey and these are two different storms it's hard to believe there's two of these magnitude uh, coming back to back like this they're describing uh, irma as the most potent atlantic ocean hurricane mm-hmm. ever uh weakened only slightly this morning remained a powerful cat five storm with winds of 180 miles per hour or 285 kilometers per hour and that according to the u.s national hurricane center already 10 dead and thousands homeless. Uh, yeah, this is uh, not a good one. Yeah, it's a scary one. Uh, one million without power in Puerto Rico. Almost all the buildings on the island of Barbu- Barbu- Barbuda as well um, damaged. We've been hearing about the Virgin Islands as well, that um, 95% of the buildings there have been um, have been hit and uh, have been destroyed. It's a, it's a nasty one. Um, Hades uh, has ordered the evacuation of coastal areas in the north of the country. Uh, the U.S. Virgin Islands, uh, a mat, well, they're they're getting federal help. Uh, St. Thomas, St. John um, were battered for about four hours with huge winds. Fire police stations collapsed. The main hospital in St. Thomas suffering heavy damage. Uh, curfew remains in effect for about 5,000 tourists. And, and you've got to remember, all of these locations down there, when you're looking at that, you're looking at the, at the Virgin Islands, mm-hmm. you're looking at um, you know, the Dominican Republic, yeah. Antigua, all of Barbados, all of that. That's a huge tourist uh, Absolutely. spot. Absolutely. Some and hot spots seeing, for tourism. And Absolutely. we're seeing, you know, um, travel Air Canada, Transat, sending yep. down extra planes to get people out. And... Uh, And and that's something else to keep in mind. Of course, if your travel plans take you to Florida Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, you'll want to check on those flights today. American Airlines planning to shut down their operations in its Miami hub, as well as Fort Lauderdale, Fort Myers and West Palm Beach on Friday afternoon. And uh, a lot of airlines offering deals for one-way flights out of yeah. Florida. They're uh, not trying to uh, capitalize on a disaster. So many of them, JetBlue, for example, offering $99 direct flights out of every city in Florida, which it has operations, uh, saying they'll cap a maximum fare of $159 right up to the last seat on one of their planes is taken. Delta has also offered a price cap of 400 on flights out of Florida. And American Airlines plans to wind down Operations in Orlando on Saturday afternoon at 2 p.m. All flights are expected to be canceled the following day. And and the and one of the other mind-boggling things about this is there's another storm. There's another hurricane. Jose is developing right behind this. Is so, that a fact? So there are now some of these places that have just gone through this now uh, preparing whatever is left for the possibility of a of another hit. In uh, they're talking about Florida uh, Hurricane Irma hitting there possibly on uh, early Sunday morning, or possibly will be, uh, but possibly early Sunday morning. Uh, Mike Armstrong, Global National Reporter, is there right now. This was uh, the scene Miami Beach today. 
Miami Beach is under a mandatory evacuation order. Everyone is being told to leave. That doesn't mean everyone will. We spoke to a city commissioner here today who said he expects about 70% to leave, about 30% to stay behind. Now, there are no repercussions if people stay behind. The government won't be going door to door, forcing people to leave. What you're doing, he says, is putting your life in danger. There is a good chance that once Irma comes over, no one, no emergency services will be able to get to you. In Miami Beach, I'm Mike Armstrong reporting. Mike Armstrong in Miami Beach. One of the uh, great websites to keep an eye on all of this right now is actually the National Hurricane Center. If you go to their website, click on it, shows you where everything is. It shows you that Irma is right just uh, over Hispanola right now. Jose forming, uh, you know, hundreds of kilometers back, but you can see there and it's already Mm -hmm. a a hurricane. It'll give you the rundown on where things are the five day if you're interested in in keeping an eye on it. And, And they give you the boom, boom, boom the statements right from there saying this is where it is, this is where it's moving, this is the direction, this is the potential, this is what has happened. So, yeah, the National Hurricane Center. Uh, There you go. And as you said, uh, Eileen Bell will keep us up to date on any new developments throughout the afternoon uh, on all three of those situations. Wow, that's quite something. And, and 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 you've got to wonder what's happening in Texas and you exactly. know, into Louisiana right now with with uh, with Harvey. I mm-hmm. mean that was a week ago. Yeah. And already, sad to say, bumped out of the headlines mm-hmm. by Hurricane Irma and possibly you know what's following with Hurricane Jose. But if Irma is, they they thought Harvey was unprecedented, and Irma they're now saying is exactly. unprecedented. Yeah. Red Cross is going to uh, need a lot of donations on this one. Mm-hmm. Just a mm-hmm. whole lot happening at the same time. But yeah, so we'll keep you up to date on that as the afternoon now draws on. Um, do you want to take a break here and then maybe... No, all right. I really am anxious to get to this. The what story? The bullying. Okay, get to it. And, and I'll tell you the reason I'm anxious to get to it. Uh, of course, it's the first week of school and some parents will discover uh, that their children are getting bullied in the school. It really doesn't matter at what level of school. It happens in elementary and junior high and high school. I mean, in some cases, it even happens after that. Um, And the dilemma that parents struggle with, and there's an article about this, and several people have weighed in, some experts, and I'm not one of them. I'm not an expert. um, As to whether or not parents should get involved in bullying, and if so, how they should get involved in bullying. And of course, um, you know, the schools want you to involve the school. The school... Many of the experts suggest that, listen, don't have a knee-jerk reaction to it. Um, you know, collect some evidence, uh, whether it be on Facebook, other social media, um, take a picture of a bruise, a ripped piece of clothes, whatever, and bring the evidence and, and have a meeting with administrators and the other parents and, and in a calm fashion. And the reason I said I'm not an expert is because I'm. that is not how I've handled <laughs> that in the past. And But, you know, times are changing. But when somebody bullies one of my kids, it is the worst. It's just one of the worst feelings in the world that, you know, your child who's excited and happy and can't wait to get to school comes home and and, and in some cases in tears, in other cases just goes to the room, doesn't want to talk mm-hmm. about it. And you determine after a few days, that, you know, suddenly they can't sleep at night. They don't want to go to school and um, their grades suffer and they don't want to. And, and you just see this one individual or group of individuals completely ruining their lives. And I've been through it with a couple of my children. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, as I say, it, it almost, 
look, this is 20 years later. I'm still angry. You know, I'm still angry. Mm -hmm. And and I get that, uh, like I say, times have changed. You should never handle it, I suppose, the way I handled it in the past. But I have to say that the way I handled it in the past worked. And I'm just going to tell you what I did. And again, the experts say I'm wrong. But I, I had a child who identified a bully. And basically, it, it was happening on a regular basis on the way to school, on the way back from school, pushing them down... Uh, tore some clothing, stole an item from them. It was full on. And so I just simply shadowed that child to school and waited for my opportunity. And sure enough, on schedule like a school bus, the bully showed up and and started bullying my child. And I came up from behind and I grabbed the bully and uh, I, I roughed him up a little bit and I and I threatened him. And I told him, here's how it's going to work from now on. My child gets bullied. I don't even care if it's by you. My child gets bullied. I'm looking for you. I'm going to come and find you. I'm holding you responsible for the safety of that child. Got it? And the kid went, got it. And they were never bullied again. But all the experts tell you that's wrong. Well, wrong, and, and you could also get charged. Just just so you know. I'll take that charge. Yeah, and I and I know, but you have to be yeah, careful I know. when you that's why I'm saying I'm I, not advocating it because it's wrong. I I would never No, I wouldn't say never. I can't even say never, depending on, you know, what it is. You you know, touching touching a a, a minor, mm-hmm. um, threatening anything, that's that's very dangerous for you as as an adult. Yep. I get why you did it. I absolutely get why you did it. And the kid's probably lucky you didn't get thrown to the ground or, or pop popped in the nose. Yes. The frustrating thing that I'm seeing, and I'm curious, Chedville, how you've handled this. I Maybe am, it was I am too. And that's that's our question at six thirty, six thirty, if you want to call us at four nine six zero zero six three. How have you handled this and it could be your child it could be maybe in the workplace that you're dealing with now my problem was with you know all of these experts saying oh this is how you should handle it you go to the school do this do this do this I have friends right now who have been dealing with bullying of their child for the past two years no. and the school has done no- there's nothing we can mm-hmm. do there's nothing oh it'll be better next year she's going to a different school no no there is absolutely they, the school has done nothing done nothing at all even though mom and dad have have okay well here's here's boom 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 everything that you say for us to do and you have done absolutely nothing this is why I'm so I was so anxious to get to this topic but at the same time hesitant because I don't want to recommend things that you shouldn't do because the first thing I've told you you shouldn't do that's what they say you shouldn't mm-hmm. do it right and and what you just said I've found to be true yep. as well that my child doesn't have the kind of time on their hands that you're suggesting for us no. to find a convenient time to all sit down and discuss no. he, he or she is getting pushed down and their clothing ripped And, and let me today. tell you something. From the time that your kids went to school, bullying has taken on sure. um, so many other different details with um, social media. With social media yep. And that is horrific. And it has been my experience that the kids who bully don't respect the authority of the school. No, so it doesn't really care. matter if no. they get sat down and talked Not to. But again, all. I'm no expert. I'm probably wrong. And I can't solve everyone's problems. I can only so- solve my problems. And I solved my problem. Yeah. 
And, yeah. and, and you know, you're right that I, if I were to do it today, I could go to jail. I'll take that. Yeah, I'm just saying you could have gotten into trouble. Yep. But I know a lot, and of, I agree and with a lot you. of parents will say, I don't care. I'm going to protect my child no you matter bet. what. You bet. Lots of texts coming in, lots of phone calls as well. Just before we get to some of these phone calls, this text says, my daughter was bullied in high school. They scratched a meet me after school threat in her locker. She asked, what do I do? My husband taught her overnight how to fight. He also said the first one to open their mouth is the one you drop. She never had a problem for the next four years. Hmm. Dan's on the phone. Hi, Dan. Hi. You're dealing with bullying right now? Not anymore. I used to. With yeah. My kids. My biggest thing was I live in a little bit of a smaller community. Mm-hmm. So it was nice because when the kids started bullying my kids, my response was, okay, where do they live? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, I didn't bother going to the school. I didn't think that was going to do anything because, as Xander said, they don't really care about the teachers anymore. What I did do is I went to the parents. And it's amazing how fast things stop when, you, when you're standing in front of a parent going, well, my son has a black eye. Please explain to me how this is okay. And you see the parent's face drop because everybody's dealt with it. And, you know, can I add to that? The, sure. As Jalen mentioned a moment ago, but social media has put a whole mm-hmm. new spin on this bullying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll make another recommendation to you, and this one won't put you in jail. If if you your son or daughter, and in this case it was my daughter, is getting the most disgusting, vile uh, texts or Facebook posts or, or tweets or whatever it is, um, my recommendation, because I've done it and it works, is you go talk to the parent of the person uh, who's sending them and you read them out loud to them. And within two or three, they'll say, okay, stop it. I get the idea. And I go, no, 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 no. My daughter had to read them all. You're going to hear them all. I did that, stood on somebody's front porch, and read a good 20 minutes of text and then said, now, what are you going to do about it? I had to deal with that with Instagram. Yep. But in this case, it was my son getting a bunch of girls picking on him. Really? And I, you know, there's still the honor system in place. So my response was, okay, you don't do anything. And I just took all the screenshots from the Instagram pages Mm -hmm. and I did the exact same thing to their parents. Yep. It's amazing how all of a sudden it just kind of stops and you have apologies coming your way. Yes. But you know what, though, and I've heard that, and I'm glad that that's worked for you, but I also know in some cases that the parents don't care. I, some parents don't care. It doesn't matter. You can show up and on their front what? step, and at that point, what do you do? You, it angers, you know what? You're screwed. That, that angers me as well. Yeah. My oldest daughter had her first ever cell phone stolen. She knew who stole it. I phoned the guy's parents. It was a girl, actually. Yeah. The girl's parents, and got dad on the phone. So Did dad you? to dad... I need you to deal with this problem with your daughter. Yeah. And he said, ah, you know what? She doesn't listen to me. Mm-hmm. And I just, it blew my mind because what do you mean your daughter doesn't listen to you? Stop feeding her and putting a roof over her head. She'll listen to you. <laughs> Dan, thanks for the phone call. Let's get to another call here. Robin, what's going on? Hi. Hi. I totally relate to Andrew. That exact same thing happened to me. Uh, this was 20 years ago. My daughter was in grade one and she was getting poked with needles by Mm. this kid and I went to the school several times they kept telling me I had to understand where this kid lived and what his parents were like and I said I can I can feel sorry for him I can sympathize Mm -hmm. and I can empathize but no my kid doesn't have to put up with that and um, so same thing I was on my way to the school again and he just happened to be riding his bike already down the road so I stopped and I grabbed the handlebars and I bounced the bike up and down and said, this is never going to happen again. My kid is never going to have to deal with this again. And I will hunt you down. And it never happened again. In fact, 
when he was 18, we were at a we were in a small community as well. We were at a, a community dance, and he came over and he says, "You know what you did made me so scared and changed my life because I stopped. I was scared to do it to anybody. Good, and it made a big difference in his life. And you know, I I didn't want to go to his parents because he did have a tough life, and and it might have made it way worse for him. And you know, but, it but uh, uh, of course it worked. And but you know, all the experts will tell you you and I are wrong. Well, well, you know what? Uh, we may be wrong, but it made our life better. Made his life better. It yeah. get it gets oh. to the root of the problem much it quicker. It sure does. Instead of sitting, gotta be told they can't do it. Well, you, you know what? Some boundaries. The the entire negotiating, sometimes negotiating with children. <laughs> <laughs> it really, you're the parent, you're the adult. When does negotiation, when, as an adult, yeah. you tell them. You don't negotiate with mm-hmm. them. Well, you do in a way. You have a choice. You can you can bully her again and deal with your consequences. Yeah. Or you cannot deal with her, not bully her again, and, and not have to deal with the consequences. So you are negotiating. It's just this is the way it's going. Exactly. Yep. You're kind of telling them how it's going to go. Robin, exactly. thanks for the phone call. Yep. Appreciate it. Listen, this has got you guys talking. We've got uh, hundreds of texts to get through. More phone calls at 4960063. Jed, Robin, Alberta, Pete, and Aaron. Hold the line. We'll get your call af- calls after the 3 o'clock news. The 630 Chad Afternoon News. With Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chan.